for the Vault Studio, this is the NFL Podcast, proudly presented by U.S. Sports Gear. Here are your hosts, James Arthur, Chris Bryan, and Richard Garraway. Hello and welcome to the Vault Studio NFL Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Garraway, and sitting across the desk from me after his glorious on-air performance on SCN on Sundays, James Arthur. How are you, mate? I'm very well, Richard. You sound a little bit blocked up today, mate. mate. Uh, I know you've had a, a rough few days. I don't like swearing, but I'm shit out, so I'm, I'm so sick of it. I Richard, feel crap. Richard, Richard, Richard. Shit isn't a swear word. If there is one thing... I think you can say it on the news now. Yeah, it's nothing. You can, no, there's... There's way worse words than that that I've said lots of times before. But no, we're glad to have you in here. I know it's been a tough couple of days. You've been a bit crook, so good to have you here, mate. Yeah, it hasn't been a whole lot of fun, that's for sure. But thankfully, on Monday, not feeling the best, I could still get up, turn on ESPN, fire up the Red Zone channel, and get some actual football. It was amazing. Can I ask you a serious question? Mm-hmm. There weren't many good games, though, were there? It was not a great weekend. <laughs> the first week is always a bit There was some crummy play. Yeah. Uh, what was your favourite, your game of the week? Obviously, my, not your team because they didn't play, but mine was the Cowboys. Oh, but what was your favourite yeah, game? Mine got, mine got washed out. Mm. Um, and I shouldn't make light of that. Like I'm not kidding around, but... It was good. Obviously, it was pretty serious. Um, uh, you know what? <laughs> it's actually the Rams... The Rams just lighting up the Colts. Whoa. I was like, what's going on here? I don't know if you call that a lighting up, but I'm not going to say. How did? How many pick sixes were there? Was there two pick two sixes and, one and a dropped. fumble six? And one was dropped as well. Oh, God. Yeah, terrible, terrible, terrible. Uh, just like the Jets game, which I think we're going to first. We are indeed. We're going to start with Buffalo 21, the New York Jets 12. Uh, where do you start with this? Uh, well, it was crap. Yeah. I There's only really one thing I thought McCown was terrible. Um, mm-hmm. I think he will be terrible for the whole season. I don't know what they do there. The other two obviously aren't up to it. Uh, I thought Locke Edwards, the punter from the Jets, was really, really good. Six punts, 43.7 yards. The Aussie boy, two inside, 20. So they're my positives there. Other than that, I want to get straight to the Bills. LaShawn McCoy... Just keeps proving that he is a premier back in this league. And the other thing is, Tyra Taylor. Why don't they... Lo- I don't understand why they don't build around this guy. They're not convinced of him. <laughs> Every time I watch him play, he looks like he can get it done. I'm not saying they're wrong, but that's why. Yeah, look, it's... Sorry, right. Right, I got what you mean. Um, yeah, I'm not a big fan of it. I thought LaShawn McCoy was outstanding. The whole running game was outstanding. That is one thing that team does have, a very strong offensive line and quite a good defensive line as well. So other than that, there's not a lot to watch from this game. Uh, The Jets are tanking. They don't care. You can just tell quite seriously. And if the Bills are serious about tanking, just a little feeling I've got that look for LaShawn McCoy to get dealt in in the next few weeks while he's playing well. If they're serious about a complete rebuild, he can't be in their plans. So look to see them deal him and try and get some more assets back. He's 29. It would be a good time to do it. I think he could only be a replacement for an existing good back on a good team. Uh, Like I don't see why if I'm a middle-of-the-pack team, why would I go get him? You don't see why maybe the Giants might want to go get him? They should be trading for a new offensive line. We'll get to them, but their running their running back wasn't great either. But yeah, Bills they had a good win. I thought that, but the Jets had nothing, so we'll wait and see that in the outcome. I'm not going to get too. I'm trying not to get overexcited one by way, week one. Yes, um, it's so hard because you want to be like, oh, the Giants suck. Their offense is going to suck all year. They can't score points. But really, it's week one. Like things will things will change a yeah. lot. Pump of the brakes. Keep, keep in mind, week one last year, this is, this is a fun stat for you. The 49ers beat the Rams 28-0. They shut out the Rams at home. I remember. So, a lot changed. They won about, I think they won one more game after that. Yeah. Next game, the Atlanta Falcons 23 got over Chicago 17 late up in Soldier Field. Uh, my reliable stats tell me that's the first time they've won in Soldier Field since about 1983. Yeah, it's been a long time. Uh 
that offense did not look, again, week one, but that offense didn't look the same. I thought Matt Ryan played quite well. He was very efficient, as he always is. But just as a whole, you know, Freeman didn't look as threatening. It was the running game that looked off. Yeah, and like the passing yards, Austin Hooper had an 88-yard touchdown. And then he had another one that Wicked was... Wicked stiffer. Oh, it was a great play Wicked by him. stiffer. But that was a... You know, anyone could have done that. That was not a great play. So there was a lot of big plays in there because I think the Bears' defense, they're very young in the secondary, so they were beaten that way. Uh, as a whole, they didn't look as good. It is week one, so we'll see how that happened, how that you know transforms over the next few weeks. But they got the win, and very exciting finish to this game. The Bears, Mike Lennon, looked, he, he looked okay. They, they dropped two touchdowns. And, they dropped two touchdowns. Uh, that's what's going to happen, especially now that their rookie, rookie, sorry, not rookie receiver, their third year receiver, Kevin White, oh after God. being a top 10 pick, he broke his collarbone. So he is out for the season. This is almost career done. And I'm, I yeah. actually feel breaking your collarbone is not a, oh, this guy's an injury prone dude. That That's just bad. That's random. That's random. So he did his knee the first year. He came out of college with a, with a bad knee and then did it. Then he broke his leg his second year. And his third year, he broke his clavicle, as Chris would say. But how can he help that? Everyone going, oh, bloody hell, what a waste of a pick. Well, the Bears didn't know that. No. He's an extremely talented player, and I'm sure whenever he plays, he looks great. He's played five games in three seasons. Yeah, I only like calling people a bust if they've played. Yeah, and, and by playing. saying that, five games, three of them he's got injured in the first quarter. Yeah. So he's only finished two games. Like, Is, he, is his career finished? Oh... The good thing about a clavicle is it's something that doesn't really slow you down or like you can you can heal it and it really like not many guys have a career ending injury from a clavicle. You know what I mean? Um, the other the other injury of course is to Howard. So what how bad was that? Because I haven't really seen anything I've come out. I found a yet. more recent report. If you want to tell people what happened, I'll dig up to see if I can find the latest. Well, I don't know I don't know what what happened to him. He's done something to his wrist. No, no that's David Johnson. Oh, you're right, I'm on the wrong. God damn, second year running. <laughs> I was can't, trying to work out what you're talking about. Think I was straight. trying to vibe with you, and I'm like, okay, I, I don't know what he's saying. You're here. giving me a blank look, and I'm I like, know. I was, how have you missed this? If people could see our eye conversations that we have while doing this show, um, I also see how no, much I'm sweating. What, like what I think what you're thinking of is Tariq Cohen, the rookie who led the team in rushing and receiving. So, and had a, had a touchdown. Howard had a touchdown too. Their running game looked quite good as has the last. It definitely did last year and this year. Uh, defensively, they did well up front. I think they stopped the run. Jarrell Freeman is a really good middle linebacker. Um, I like Hicks, who re-signed during the week. I like Danny Trevathan. I like Goldman. He's a big, strong guy. Willie Young, I like. So they've got some good players up front that was able to really you know, stifle what the Falcons wanted to do. And you know, the game ended with a sack on Mike Glennon on fourth down and goal from the Five, where Glennon just held onto the ball a bit too much and the right tackle unfortunately got beaten by just... I think he was expecting Glennon to step up into the pocket. He was trying to wash Brooks Reed around the pocket, um, but there was inside pressure, so Glennon had to kind of start to move out to his left and uh, Brooks Reed put on a great rush and got there and got the sack and um, they had dropped a touchdown the play before, the wide receivers, so they're in real trouble with How their wide receivers. dropped one as well, didn't he? Howard dropped one and Bellamy dropped one. So, And Bellamy would have been the game winner. So Falcons have to, you know, uh, fortune favours the brave and all that crap. But, you know, they have to get lucky because he dropped a pretty good touchdown. And also Glennon missed a wide open guy running a corner out to the back of the end zone. So if you hit that, they lose that game. But unfortunately they didn't. And that's what happens when you have a guy like Glennon. He might miss a couple of throws. But I was pleasantly surprised with Glennon. I did not think he was nearly as bad as I thought. And it's making me think he'll probably last for most of the season. Trubisky will just have a season to kind of learn unless injuries happen. Or they just keep losing. You can't have good, okay performances and yeah, keep there's, losing. There's, there's no such thing as a poetic loss. No, the, the, there'll be a point where it's your fault. Yeah. You're the quarterback. Sorry, it's just how it is. The, the way they played against the reigning Super Bowl runner-ups because yeah, they blew they a 28-3 to lead, they, looked like they certainly didn't disgrace themselves. And I think they'll win a few games this year. I think they'll be a... With that running game, with now you had Cohen and you've got Howard, who was a breakout guy last year, if they've hit on two running backs in a row, this it's going to completely open up. 
They have a, you know, a sneaky good offensive line, and I think they'll be okay. And the Falcons, uh, they were a bit rusty, but I'll let a few weeks go by before I assess if that offense is dropping off. It definitely will drop off, but whether it's dropping off dramatically or not. Next game, Baltimore 20, the Cincinnati Bengals 0. Well done. Andy Dalton was awful. Four picks. He also had a fumble that he didn't lose, I believe. No, he lost a fumble too. So he had five turnovers. One of those picks in the end zone. I one was tipped. I'll take one back. Okay. But the rest so are all his fault. You take Baltimore. You play him twice a year, yeah, for Andy Dalton. I listened to our, our man Michael Lombardi today, who we love on the GM podcast, and he said, "At what point are you going? They haven't changed what they've done for the past twenty-five years. When are you going?" to learn how to play against the defense. I am, again, trying not to get too week one overhyped, but I have serious concerns about Andy Dalton. I, I just do not think he is the answer there. He's losing weapons every year. They're getting worse every year. Their pass protection gets worse every single year. And I don't think they can hold up. I, I, I think he's going to be benched at some During point. During his year. best years, they had way more talent around him than what they have now. Their offensive line was outstanding during the best years. And but even just the skill guys are all gone. There's only AJ Green. That's it. Yeah. All the rest are gone. Well, if there's one thing I've learned from this weekend, watching you know the teams that the teams who struggled are the teams with bad offensive lines. Like, you look at Minnesota today, five new starters. There was not one returning offensive lineman, and they looked so much better. You look at the Seahawks, did nothing to fix it. They look still just look as bad. bad. So I think it's, it's a real, yeah, it's a real um, common thing today, this thread. But I thought. Did you see just um, Danny Woodhead's catch out of the backfield? Was thrown to the back of his shoulder. He just stuck out one mitt. Did you Flicked see Cole Beasley's we'll catch? We'll get to that. We'll get did you to see Cowboys. it? Yes, anyway, I saw it. Uh, I did say that. Did you see Danny Woodhead pull his hamstring? So he'll miss. A few weeks. Yep. No doubt. Um, now, the, the Baltimore Ravens, we don't want to forget about them because our boy Jerry will get mighty upset. I've never seen someone so excited over a week one win. Big Flacco Jerry. was... Meh. Mediocre. He, yeah. You know what? Flacco was Flacco. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> like 9 of 17, 121 yards, one touchdown, one pick. He didn't have to do anything. They ran the ball well and they played incredibly good defense. The run-to-pass ratio here, um, it's like a game from the 70s. But in saying that though, it was smart of Harbrow because he knows that Flacco's hurt. So let's put the ball in the guys who aren't hurt or who aren't banged up and we'll just get him to throw it when we need to. And it worked. It, you know, when your defense plays that well and shuts out someone, it doesn't really matter how your quarterback plays. You're going to win. Um, Jeremy Macklin had a touchdown, so he's 48-yard touchdown. So he's um, found a place nicely there. Other than that, this defense just was really good. Jefferson, they added from Arizona, fits into that system perfectly. I feel like Terrell Suggs, who had two sacks and the force fumble that they recovered, just gets better every year. Like He's like um, James Harrison. He batted one of the picks too. Yeah, he, he just keeps playing really well. Uh, CJ Mosley, I think he's, you know, I think I had him, we definitely had him in our top 10 linebackers. So he's really working his way up. And, you know, Brandon Carr's slotted in nicely, had an interception, Ladarius Webb, Jimmy Smith. They've kind of got those corners back that they didn't have last year through to injury. And, you know, they've added Carr there. Oh, yeah, I think they look really good. Weddle's a really good safety. All in all, I think the Ravens' defense is going to be really strong this year. I don't know whether... Again, it's week one, so I don't know whether the Bengals' offense is going to be really, really bad or the Baltimore's defense is really good. Last year, I went the other way and said, oh, Baltimore aren't that good. I think the defense is good. I think it's it's been around long enough to know. Um, but Andy Dalton, that's big trouble there. Jeremy Hill was terrible, so was Joe Mixon. Jerry Bernard had a couple of nice plays, but there's not much excitement coming from the Cincinnati side. Moving on, the Pittsburgh Steelers 21, the Cleveland Browns 18, where the only real difference in this game is a block punt. Well, the opening punt, so the Browns went, I think think it was three and out. They went back a bit and got blocked for a touchdown. Pretty, you know, pretty bad way. But, you know, you can say that was the difference, but in saying that, it was a difference in the first quarter. So they had plenty of time to make it right. I want to talk to Sean Kaiser because he was 20 of 30 attempts, 222 yards, a touchdown and a pick. Yep. I think against Pittsburgh Steelers, it was at Cleveland. Yes. 
Yes, it was. At Cleveland. So it's at home. But Pittsburgh Steelers are a very good team. They're, a lot of people have them tipped to win the Super Bowl this year. I think to come out and perform the way he did, I like seeing if a guy looks like he's up to it. And he looked like he was up to it to me. He looked like he knew what he was doing. He knew how to run an offense. He was comfortable. He was comfortable. In any sort of offense, under oh, they rushed huddle. in the keeper too. Yeah, Sorry, I forgot had, about had, it. Had a touchdown, had a rushing touchdown as well. I just thought he was really good. I thought Corey Coleman looked. Good. I thought I thought Devalve looked quite good. Um, and Crowell, who struggled running the ball, I thought was okay. The guy I really want to talk about from the Browns, Jabril Peppers. Mm. I actually think all that all that talk about him not being that good. Oh, no, they couldn't work out what he couldn't is. Couldn't work out what he is. I think he's a safety, and I think he's going to be a pretty good one. Uh, just, again, first game, so let's not get too carried away, but you look at the pieces they have on defense if these start to work out. Jabril Peppers, Jamie Collins, Kindred, Kirksey, Jason McCordy looked fine, Nassib, Ogba, all Danny Shelton, all high-graded guys, highly-picked guys, and keeping... They didn't have Miles Garrett. No. So if he comes back and he's the rusher that they expect him to be, this defense starting to trend in the right direction for my mind. Was he a late scratch or they see that coming? High ankle sprain. He'd be out for four to six weeks. Ugh. So it happened in the second last training before they ended camp. So a bit a bit disappointing. Uh, we will talk Pittsburgh Steelers. Levian Bell, in my opinion, he laid a bit of an egg. He didn't look too good. He was only given 10 carries. Yeah, it was the way the game went. It was a very odd game. No one really drove that much. It was kind of big plays here and there. Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown kept ripping yeah. off massive catch. Like Some of those passes that Ben Roethlisberger threw weren't that good. He just went up and just took it from everyone. Antonio there was Brown's one he so threw good. it into a perfect window to him. But a couple of the others sort of threw him up and Brown's went and got him. Antonio Brown is... Oh God, I, I think I'm going to have to take him over Julio. He just produces so He's a much gun. more. gun. I was shocked yeah. when you did that. Oh, not on the radio when you took Freeman over Bell. I didn't take Freeman over Bell. You said he's a better all-around running back. I said he's. there's more to being a running back than running and catching. You said he's a better, he he is, is better all-around running back. In his system, he is a better running back. Ah, spare me. Are you kidding me? He does a lot more than what they asked Levy and Bell to do. Uh, one other guy I want to talk about. Chicolo, sorry, two more guys. Chicolo, who had the touchdown after the block punt, also had two sacks. And TJ Watt, two sacks and interception. Don't tell me there's another good Watt. I think he had six tackles as well. Yeah, six tackles as well. He was uh, very impressive. So, uh, Steelers, though, the offense faltered. I thought the defense was quite good. Um, interesting. Haddon played quite well after, you know, first game against his old team. So, really good. Artie Burns, the rookie, was quite good as well. So, I think... Uh, the Steelers, yes, they. if there's a time to play the Steelers, you want it week one because they can sometimes be a bit slow to start and Cleveland tried to take advantage of that. And if you're right, they didn't have that blocked punt. It could have been a completely different game. The other thing, those who've seen that blocked punt, that ball was headed out the back and it just takes a oh, U-turn and it just turns back into the field of I think, play. Don't you mean a B-turn? A Browns turn? Oh, Does rough. everything go right? Nothing so goes rough. right for him. But I think they'll win a few games this year. I think, the, I, like, I certainly think they'll beat Cincinnati. Their over under this year was only five games. Oh, Do you I. Can I go over that? I put. I'm pretty sure I put Cincinnati under them in our preview. Can I push? Yeah, five. <laughs> I, I take five wins. I think something around five or six wins. It'll be close. Yeah. Moving on to the next game, Matthew Stafford's four touchdowns lift the Lions late. What a surprise! Thirty-five twenty-three to get the win over the Cardinals. Uh, who do you want to discuss first? Uh, let's take the victors first. Matthew Stafford threw a pick six on his first pass attempt after getting after becoming the money, highest money, money, paid. Money. But I got to give him credit; he came back very strong. I think a little emergence, Golladay, a rookie receiver. Third round pick, I think he was. Yeah, I don't think Kenny. he's on many fantasy teams right now, but he's yeah, about to be. He looked quite sharp, I have to admit. Uh, Marvin Jones, Golden Tate, adding him in might be that little extra. They still can't run the ball. Abdullah, he looks an okay back. They just do not have the blocking to do it. I think he went at about two yards a clip. Yeah, and Eric Ebron is not a blocker. He's just there's You just can't have tight ends like that anymore that can't block. Look at Evan Ingram from the Giants. We'll talk about him later. But, you know, they just... 
Just oh. split him out. Yeah, they just cannot get or, him to block. Put him in, put him in a nasty alignment. Yeah. So Tr- force force the defense to do something. Exactly. With that. Uh, they just do not do enough. I don't think. And I think that's also a bit the scheme. They just what's his name? The head coach that was at the that should have been fired three years ago. The oh um, what's his name? Why am I forgetting this? Anyway, I would just on defense. I thought. Jared Davis, the rookie starting at Mike Linebacker, looked really good for them. Nine tackles. Jim Caldwell. Jim Caldwell. He is a very boring offense. Uh, on the other side, the Arizona Cardinals looked pretty much exactly what I thought they would. They stacked the box, slowed David Johnson down. Once they slowed David Johnson down, they couldn't really do much else. He then got hurt. I've seen reports he'll miss eight weeks. I've seen reports he'll miss six. I've seen reports he'll miss the entire season. Yeah, I've also seen ones that say it's a sprain and he'll play next week. Yeah. It, so, th- this has been completely... Someone hit. is we just... We have no they're idea. spilling bullcrap and no one knows. Everyone's um, making stuff up yeah, here. Nothing's been announced yet. Larry Fitzgerald do keeps they, doing what he's doing. Do they have their boomerang IR slot free? Yes. Okay. Well, the, the way it works now, they've changed the rule with that. You don't have to designate who you return. So you can put 10 guys oh, on IR and then just return one. And then return whichever one you want. Okay. It doesn't have to be designated at the start, which I actually quite like. Then if a guy's progressing a bit quicker, you can make that decision. Uh, they're actually thinking about next year bringing in two IRs like that. So they should. If guys are well, I just, back fit, get them back I just on the field. think they should make IR like a minimum of four weeks or six weeks or something like that. So if you put them on IR, you just go in that roster spot while they're hurt. Or have an injured list where you can sign other guys that... I don't know. It just seems silly to me that you can't. But yeah, when you put in, them on it, in saying that, they the have year. fifty-three players on their roster. Like they shouldn't yeah, have. They to. suit forty-eight. Yeah, it's a lot of players, man. Seriously, it's not enough. Yeah, there's a reason. It's not. There's a reason why they kept extending the amount and the um the practice squad, all the rest. Yeah. It's all. Just, it's coming. It, it, they're going to get extended. It'll get extended. Anyway, Arizona looked old, slow. They started off the game well. They had a lead. What was the score? I think it caught... So, it was quarter time, it, it was 10-0, 9-0, 9-10 at time. Yeah. And then from there... I'm pretty sure... It was actually... It was out of the half. tied. Sorry, it was 17-15 to 15 at three-quarter time. And then the Detroit Lions put on 20 points to six in the last quarter. So, that's what Stafford does. Like, I know he's been very good at it. But they have to do a better job. And they just look like they, they wore out. They really, really missed Calais Campbell, who we'll talk to how well he went in um, in his Jacksonville Jaguars debut, but they really missed him. Peterson, without pressure, just doesn't look like the player he has been in the past. Chandler Jones had a sack. It was a blown play. That's the only sack he got. Uh, just Bethel, who had the pick six at the start. Other than that, there wasn't a lot of pressure. Um, Honey Badger, I-, I hope he keeps getting back to what he was, but... He made a really good tackle on a running play for a loss, and then other than that, he just didn't do a lot. He's just not that impact guy anymore. So I'm starting to think that our our predictions about the Cardinals are maybe right. Again, it's week one, but they looked exactly how we thought they would. Yeah, I've got the under on them too. Fournette and a very strong defense lead the Jaguars to a 29-7 victory over the Houston Texans in Houston. What you know, you know what they're going to do? They're going to go thirteen and three this year. Bortles is going to win the MVP. Coach is going to win win Coach of the Year. Can I just uh, pump the brakes for a minute? Bortles had one hundred twenty five yards and a touchdown. Let's not go crazy. They're cowboysing it, mate. Let's not go crazy again. This is a team that fixed their offensive line, and it looked a lot. And I'm, Sorry, saying fix it, that's not fair. They got a pretty good running back too. Yes, they went and drafted a very good running back and they put better players on their offensive line. You do that, it instantly make things, makes things easier. We'll say um, condolences to Alan Robinson. He has a torn ACL. He will miss the season, which is really disappointing for him going into a contract year. I know they were going to franchise tag him. They'd already basically said that. But I'd say now, now they will just try and get some sort of deal done that's you know a bit lower but you know that's really unfortunate i people are saying oh you know the defense houston defense wasn't as good as what that should have been it, it got tired fine. it got tired it was on the field all day exactly I, I think like fournette 26 carries for 100 yards that's not a massive like it's, it's a good day don't get me wrong and it's a real grinding day which i like but 
It's not a massive day. That's a lot of carries. Um, Chris Ivory, 9 for 42. As you said, Bortles didn't really do... They didn't ask him to do anything. What this team... How this team got it done was their defense. Miles Jack. You know, Miles Jack and Jalen Smith were taken in the second round last week. Miles Jack had 16 tackles today. That's insane. Jalen Smith had 11. These are guys like... Yes, sometimes they don't work out. But Miles Jack, he didn't really even have injury work. Same as Ruben Foster. Like they, God, teams just lose faith. Um, AJ Boye played outstanding. The big free agent signing, Calais Campbell had four sacks. That's a that's a team record for sacks in a game. Fowler um, had a fumble recovery. Fowler had the fumble recovery for a touchdown. Um, Nguke, in oh, I always get his name wrong. Giannis Nguku got two sacks. He looks like both of them were forced fumbles. He looks like he's going to really start to turn into a good player. And Fowler also had a sack and a forced fumble. Malik Jackson also had a sack. They had 10 sacks in this game. If those four guys that they've put in money and draft picks into, in Gokwe, Fowler, they were a first and a second round pick. You know, Fowler was the third overall pick that did his knees first season. He looks like he's just coming back. Malik Jackson was a high free agent signing after Denver won the Super Bowl. And Calais Campbell the same. If they work out the way they thought they would, and then you get Miles Jack is Miles Jack is what people thought. Plus, Boye looks like he's the shutdown corner he was last year, and Jalen Ramsey, who they took in the top five last year, they have built a defense. I had uh, our new host George, who was on Friday. He told me a fun stat: eight of their eleven starters last year, their pro football focus was eighty-seven or above. No other team is close to that. It's people don't handy. know that's a high rating. I think. They're going to be great. On the flip side, Bill O'Brien benched Tom Savage after... What's he doing? Two years in a row, he's benched his starter. Well, now he's screwed himself because he game. has to start Watson now. You can't then bench Watson. He's, he benched him before halftime. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Uh, like, what's the point of doing that? Why like, even starting? It's just... You know what it is? And we, we talked about this the other day. He's scared. Yeah. He does not want to get fired. It's coaches coach scared these days. Unless you're a Balachek or a Tomlin and you're with an or a Carroll where you're in an organization, you've had success and you know your organization organization's gonna stick by you, you shit yourself and you, you make these decisions. Uh, Lamar Miller was pretty bad. Hopkins did his best he could with crap um, quarterback play. Again, we're probably gonna have another wasted Hopkins year. But other than that, no sacks for the Houston Texans. But when you only pass the ball 21 times, it's pretty hard to get sacks. And you're going out of your way to get it out fast. And you're trying to stop the run because that's all they were doing to you. So I'm not going to blame the defense. I think Houston will bounce back. Uh, Houston at the Bengals this Thursday, Thursday night. So looking forward to seeing. Remember when they played last year on, um, Mm. I think it was Christmas Eve or something. We got it Christmas Day. Yeah, it was terrible. What a stinker. You know what's bad when I'd rather turn off the NFL and go hang out with the family. <laughs> yeah, that is bad. Are you I gonna, yeah, I was going to let that hang there for a while. Um, <laughs> the Oakland Raiders went into Tennessee and took out the victory 26-16. to 16. This game looked to me like a couple of good teams playing football. Yeah, it looked like two uh, really good teams. I think football. you need to be really impressed with... I heard... I think the best quote I heard about this Oakland Raiders win was a very mature win. When you go away and get an away win like that against a team that I think's really good too. I think Tennessee are really good. Um, that's a great win. I thought Marshall Lynch looked good. He had a few more carries than I thought he would. They relied on him to close but it out. He looked. Quite, well, that's what they're going to do with him. He's That's what he does. Yep. He looked quite good. Amari Cooper should have had three touchdowns. He kept dropping... Catches the red zone. But, you know, Crabtree looked good. Cook looked good. Seth Roberts looked good. That nucleus of players on offense now is pretty strong. Um, I think Kadawa Patterson added a little something to them, not only as a kick returner, but as a, you know, a gadgety guy on offense that they don't need to rely on. Unlike a Tavon Austin in the Rams, they don't need to rely on him. He can just be a guy they use every now and again. Um, defensively, they were better than I thought, but I think Tennessee left too many points off the board, but. Uh, Carl Joseph continues to look really good. Khalil Mack obviously is very disruptive. Do you know when they get Alden Smith back? I have a feeling it was an eight. It was a season-long suspension, uh, and he I have no idea. And he played week one last year, so he'll actually get come back at some point. Look that up while I talk. Titans. Mariota looked good. He had a rushing touchdown. 
they were a bit hit and miss in the passing game. I'm going to put it down to week one and the fact that sometimes, you know, things just things are a bit rusty. Their running game was solid as always, but they didn't rely on it enough in my opinion, maybe because they were down. And defensively, they looked quite strong. I think they're going to be good. I think Adoree Jackson, the rookie corner, uh, first-round pick, looked terrific. And Arakpo looked good. All, all the usual characters there looked quite good. Avery Williamson, middle linebacker. Jonathan Cyprian, who they've brought over from the Jaguars, looked really good as well. I think they're going to be a very strong team. So if you're a Titans fan, don't be too upset by it. You held the Raiders to a lot of field goals and just didn't quite click on offense. So try not to get discouraged. I think you guys are going to come back pretty strong and I think you guys will be a very good team this year. It's just saying you're suspended. It doesn't say for how long. Oh, I thought he got a season long and he played the first couple of games last year. Yeah, I'll, I'll try and look it up during the week. Do you want me to introduce the next game? Go for it. We have the Philadelphia Eagles and the Washington Racial Slurs, as Richie likes to call them. Eagles got up 30-17. Did you see the fumble recovery for a touchdown? Yes, I have. I that thought that was a forward pass. Yeah, I did too. It 100% came out of his hand and hit Fletcher Cox's hand. I don't know how the review team cocked that up. Yeah, I think they got it really wrong. It's the same thing every year. They change the rule now so the refs don't have to do it on the field. Yet yeah, so the, the people, people in the room it. can't get it right. Yeah. They had Dean Blandino and the other guy, I can't remember, the other ref dude that they love. Um, uh, the guy who used to do it. Yeah, I know him. Anyway, they had those two on. Both of them said it, it's that they're going to overturn this. It's not going to be a fumble. This, at this point, they're driving to win the game and Kirk Cousins looked okay. Uh, so I was a bit disappointed with that. I thought it was going to... I'm not saying that cost... It definitely cost the Redskins the game, but uh, it didn't mean they were going to win, in other words. They still had to drive and score against a very good Eagles defense. Did you see Carson Wentz's play where he made it about three guys miss and yeah. hit Nelson Aguilar? It's great to see that yeah, Nelson he looked, Aguilar... Yeah, he looked like, looked like Romo. Just sh- dodging people. You shut your mouth. He did. You shut your mouth, Richard. He looked just like him. Except he's taller. Probably got a better arm. More talent. <laughs> Same amount of Super Bowls. <laughs> and it'll remain that way. It was great to see that uh, Nelson Aguilar can get open when Carson Wentz makes five guys miss in the pocket and he gets 25 yeah, seconds to do it. and every defender leaves the guy alone. Yeah. Uh, but he did look better, Nelson Aguilar. They might, he might re- resurrect his... You know, he's only been around a couple of years, so it's probably a bit unfair to write him off. Olsen Jeffrey, uh, he's give him a few weeks to try and get used to a different offense. Uh, but I thought Carson Wentz looked quite good. I think he's progressing nicely. I think he'll be better this year. I'm not saying they're going to win the Super Bowl and all sorts of stuff, but I thought the Eagles looked quite good. On the other side, I'm just going to give the Redskins offense just a bit of a mulligan on this one. Kirk Cousin looked a bit off. Um, he's got three or four new receivers. Pryor looked like he struggled a bit being a true number one. They had a bad fumble... You know, Grant had a bad fumble. Just nothing quite went their way. Kirk Cousins lost two fumbles. You know, it just didn't look good. Sorry, a lot of turnovers in this game. Three for the Eagles, four for the Redskins. That being said, you can't go dropping home games. There's only eight of them. And divisional home games. Yeah, that's even worse. I mean, we look look at some of these other games and, you know, okay, so Arizona dropped one in Detroit. You know, okay, it's not great, but... You, know, you can kind of deal with it. Oakland going into Tennessee, although it's not a division game, they're, they're going to be battling out for playoff rankings. Mm. So that's a big win. Jacksonville going into Houston. Houston dropping a home game to Jacksonville. I mean, that, that's just terrible. Yeah, I agree. But it's week one. Like it's, it, I, get, I know. But you only play them twice. It doesn't yeah. matter when it is. You and can't a lot of them are early. Up, a lot you of can't them drop early. the home games. I've yeah. noticed this year, there's a, there's a boatload early and there's a boatload late. There'll be a lot of weird games in the middle of the year where you'll see teams who don't normally play each other or only play on that four-year rotation playing in the middle of the year because, you know, the AFC North, they all played each other and there were a lot of games like that this weekend. Yeah, I I thought it was pretty disappointing in the Redskins. I didn't think they were that good. We'll give them a few weeks and see how it progresses, but I don't expect either of these teams to make the playoffs. Uh, unfortunately, they have to play each other, so someone have to win. If I could have it my way, they'd draw every time they played each other. But I can't, unfortunately. But Eagles start off this with a good win. And positives, Carson Wentz looked, looked like he's got better again. And that's yeah. always a good sign for a guy who you traded the farm for to get. 
Uh, two more teams that we thought were pretty ordinary, but one of them actually looked all right. LA Rams, 46. The Indianapolis god-awful Colts, 9. Okay. I'm going to go after... You're going to anoint Goff? Uh, not yet. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to pull a Wilkins and go too early. I'm going to go after Chuck Pagano here. I'm going to go after him pretty heavily. He should just quit. He should be fired for the way he, he handled this game. So, they Rams start with the ball, kick, kick a field goal. Colts go three and out, whatever. Sorry, Colts get the ball, throw it, pick six, right? They come back on the field. They're driving down. They're looking good. Tolzien's making a few good throws. Uh, Mack, whose first name I've forgotten, who looked quite lively. Marlon Mack, the rookie running back um, out of South Florida, looked lively. He caught a pass, ran down, and it was a touchdown. He got inside the pylon, and instead of instead of taking the time, this is Pagano, you've just thrown a pick six, you're down 10 zip, you need a score. He goes down and quickly tries to run a play from the half-yard line, which gets stuffed. They lose three yards. Looking at the replay, it's clearly a touchdown. Wouldn't you wait and check that? Yeah. What kind of a dickhead coach are you? What does running... Does he understand that an offense rushing down and doing that only helps the defense in that situation? Because on the goal line, you're normally going to block in what's a solid. So every offensive lineman is going to be one-on-one with a defensive lineman. You want to give them time to recognize who they have to block in a goal line situation. My only thought was they were trying to catch them unable to bring in their goal line package. The no, no, because the offense substituted. So they were going to be able to do it no matter what. They yeah. gave them time to do it. Wouldn't you just set up? Yeah, okay, get set and then just have your thing on your ear. You have a guy out there that tells you if he'd waited. Well, the commentators were already saying it when he, when the guy like, said, oh, it's a touchdown. They should challenge that. And he's sitting there, just no, no. He just runs a play. They're not kicking a field goal. Uh, they get the the Rams get the ball back. They score a touchdown. They get the ball back again. Score another touchdown. Get the ball back again. Kick another field goal. All of a sudden, it's twenty to three. It's twenty seven to three, and it's halftime, and you're, the game's over. That touchdown, making it back after one, it might have helped Scott Tolles in with a bit of confidence because he made some good plays on that drive. Instead, you get nothing out of it. You get knocked backwards on the goal line and then you end up kicking a field goal. It's just, it's stupid. He is a shit coach. His defense is garbage. He is a defensive coach. He is now, this is his fifth year with them. What has he done for that defense? Nothing. He has made them worse. worse. He has lost players. He's brought no players in that are any good. uh, Did you see his press conference afterwards? Yeah, he's a dickhead. No, but did you see what he said? Oh, I've, I've heard. I yeah, can't guys, uh, the, the, yeah, the 49ers were really good today. You didn't even play them, dude. Like, the guy... He was terrible. Like, something's not there, and he's not right. If you have any money, go and put on him to be the first coach fired, because oh, yes. I can't see... They won't, They are not going to rush Andrew Luck back. They're going to put him on ice and make sure he's perfect. Um, it's probably a bit unfair to say that he's not bored in good players. Malik Hooker looked okay, the safety they took with the seventh or eighth pick in the draft this year, but... Other than that, he's had a ton of money to spend in free agency. He bought in Jabal Shield, who was a superstar on the Patriots defense the last couple of years. Henry Anderson's been a high pick. Marcus Hunt he bought in. Jonathan Hankins, Morrison, Butler, Simon, from the who was great for Houston last year. Jonathan Bostic, who he traded for. All these guys he brings in, and they just don't play well. It's, it's his fault. He is not a good coach. They The other thing is, they should have known Scott Tolzien was going to be this bad. Yeah, they've watched they have seen every day. Him. How does everyone in the world know that Scott Tolzien is going to suck but the people that watch him every day and analyze him every single day? I, I just don't get it. It's bizarre to me. Um, Br- Br- Brissett came in. Jacoby Brissett came in. Threw a 50-yard ball on the very first part. I want to call him Brisket every time. Threw a fifty-yard brissette, yard, isn't it? Brissette, Jacoby Brissette, not brisket. Um, threw a forty-yard completion on the first play, and then Max scored a touchdown on the next one. So he will be the starter. Uh, the other side, that's enough. Pagano, get rid of him. Colts going to be really bad to watch this year. Jared Goff. I think the best way to describe him is he looked competent. It was his first three hundred-yard game in the NFL. Hasn't had a lot of starts last his year. First win. First win in the NFL. Um. My concerns are they were playing the Colts. Let's not get excited. You started the game 
with a pick six, and then you had a couple of good drives in the second quarter. Then you had another pick six and a safety. <laughs> like you just the defense helped you out a lot, and, and the you, Colts being bad helped you out a lot. If you're confused, that wasn't Goff committing those things. Goff, because you were talking about Goff, and then you changed. No, no, no. The defense did that yes. for him. They helped him a lot. I still didn't think Gurley ran the ball that well. I just don't think he. He had a couple of good runs. And what that tells me, do you know he used to have a couple of good runs every now and again? Trent Richardson. Because <laughs> every now and again, he'd get it right. Gurley just doesn't get it right enough. I know their O-line's not great. He doesn't get it right enough. Um, Sammy Watkins made it through the game, so... Well done, Sammy. Way to stay healthy. Cooper Cup looks really good as a rookie. Uh, I thought Robert Wood looked okay. Tavon Austin only had the one catch, and he fumbled on it. And he had two runs for 11 yards. I... Do you reckon they might try and move him on? Who'd take that crappy contract? Well, it's not in... in Because the cap's gone up so much, it's not that bad a contract. Uh, it's I, terrible. I would anyone take like a seventh round pick or something like that? I'm like not take, a, I don't want that contract. Like a contender? No. I, don't, I don't know. If I want to overpay some piece of rubbish, I'll go get the guy from the equipment room and put a helmet on him. Mm-mm. You're going to get the same output. Piece of rubbish. Jesus. Bit harsh. Anyway, I thought Goff looked good. So... Uh, Sorry, competent. I don't want to use the word good yet. Again, it's week one. I don't want to you know react. What? But These guys were open. He hit them on the numbers. It was a very... I thought he was good. The was coach, it's Sean McDermott's the coach, yes. Yeah, the old... Um, Youngest coach Washington yeah. offensive coordinator. I think he ran... I think I'm going to put more on him than Goff. I think he called a very good game and he set up a system that Goff was capable of running. And that was the main thing. And also, Wade... He's a very good defensive coordinator. Yeah. He knows how to get defenses going. He's always been a good defense coordinator. He's just a terrible head coach. He was just coach. a bad head coach. Yeah, he had a bad... No, like, no, no. Terrible. Terrible head coach. When he was in Dallas, their defense was great. It was he just didn't know how to coach. And that's fine. He's found his place. Yeah. He tried it. That was his first... Yeah. That was his only job, wasn't it? I'm pretty sure he's only no, head coach No, did he go Dallas. to Denver? He was the defensive coordinator oh, in Denver. The Super Bowl, yeah. Kubiak was the coach. Yeah, he only left right. there last year. So... Yeah, he, he's found his niche and he's going to stay there now for a few more years. But hey, Rams, it's hey. a big win against a, a crappy team's a crappy team. You pumped a crappy team. In the past, you guys win that 12 to 9. You pumped them and that's good. Couldn't agree more on to probably the game of the day. Yes, Seattle Seahawks traveled to Lambeau Field to take on the Green Bay Packers. They went down to the tune of 9 17. You know what I'm going to talk about, Rich? Defense. Both defenses looked good. That's, they that's did not what good. I want to talk about. The Seattle Seahawks last year completely and utterly were destroyed by their offensive line and how bad they were. They did nothing to improve that in any way. It is awful. The Green Bay Packers are a Good defense. I don't think they're a top ten defense. Maybe a top, maybe a top half of the league. Seattle's going to play better defensive fronts than those guys. A hundred percent, they are. Mike Daniels did whatever the hell he wanted. I am so sick of teams just completely overlooking such an important part of their team. I said, as I said earlier, Minnesota they revamped it. The Bengals they lost guys. Look at the difference. Even Tampa went and addressed Even ours. Tampa have tried. We don't know how that'll look yet, but they're trying. At least they're trying. They did nothing. They did nothing to do it. It just irritates me. I don't understand how you can just completely keep overlooking the thing. And it lets them down every year. It lets them down. And again, they get three field goals. I know it's in Lambeau, but that defense played absolutely outstanding against probably one of the best offenses in the league this year. It only was late that Aaron Rodgers started getting going. They shut down the running game pretty well. Rodgers was shut down for most of the game. They got enough pressure on him to make him feel uncomfortable. El Thomas looked great. El Thomas looked great. The touchdown he threw was on uh, 12-man on the field play. Saddle weren't ready, and that's what Aaron Rodgers does really well. I'm not going to discredit Saddle for that. They got a pick off him, which we know Aaron Rodgers does not throw throw a lot of interceptions. So that defense is outstanding. Their receiving core is outstanding. They have a good group of running backs. I don't think it's excellent. Eddie Lacy only had one carry. You listen to these carries. Russell Wilson had two for 40 yards. And one of those was 100% a broken play. He got about... 29 yards. Yeah, on a he just stepped up in the pocket. There was no one in the middle of the field. Exactly. He rushed. Carson had six for 39. That's about the best one. But he had a long of 30. Exactly. So he's had... 
let's just take the th- someone once told me you take the long away and then you and then you divide the average. So you take his longest and you take the one you take that carry away. He had five for ten yards. Prosize had four for eleven. Okay. His was eight. A long of eight. So he had three four yards. Five yards. Not even three yards. Jeez, you're, you're I'm bad at math. Struggling. I'm bad at math. Thought I was doing bad Eddie Lacey tonight. had five for three yards with a long of six. There's some negative ones. You in worked there. that one out. And Baldwin he had a reverse. But that's offensive line play. Negative players are offensive line play. They didn't do a good job. Um one thing I will say, good to see Blair Walsh. He went three for three. I like that he's rejuvenating his career after a you know, a pretty bad end in Seattle. Sorry, in Minnesota. So that's good to see. On the flip side, Rogers did what Rogers does. When you leave a game open, he takes it from you. And that's why I think, although his numbers weren't amazing, the way he played, if he plays like that all year, I think he'll be the MVP. Look at his receivers. It's all just spread around. You know why? Because he doesn't give a crap. You can't key on them. He, he, does he finds the open guy and throws it to him. Care. And the only thing that did worry me about them was their interior offensive line, which has had a mass overhaul the last couple of years. But their tackles, Beluga and Baharaki, are really, really good. So they're going to be fine. And Aaron Rodgers will get rid of the ball. Defensively, as I said, Mike Daniels absolutely ran right. Nick Perry ran right. The two guys, they got re-signed last year. One during the year and one in free agency. Nick Perry looked great. Clay Matthews, to me, I don't know. He's passed it. Yeah, I think he's lost. I think the injuries have caught up with him. I just don't think he's quite there anymore. And there's nothing wrong with that. He had a really good career and... Hopefully, he can still be a good addition to this team, but I didn't think he looked great. I thought HaHa Clinton Dix looked really good. So. 31. 31. Ninth season 31, is he? Yep. Yeah, th- that, that's that's tough. Not not many DNs and outside linebackers like that You know, make it. He also played middle linebacker for a couple of years, which takes a lot of contact as well. So, um, we're interested to see how he'll progress, but really good game. And um, it sounds dumb saying this in week one, but this game could have massive ramifications on the end of the season, head-to-heads, uh, tiebreakers. Yeah, so they finished tied. Packers go up. Yep. Moving on to two teams who definitely won't be tied at the end of the year. The Carolina Panthers, 23, went into San Francisco and just said, you're still awful, three. Well, let's just let's do this game fairly quickly. I thought Cam Newton was terrible. I he know he hasn't played a lot. Wide he missed a wide-open touchdown. He threw a bad pick. Um, I like Ol- Olsen they... was waving so much I thought he was going to fling oh his own arms off and, and he was getting open. angry too um, Calvin Benjamin only had the one catch they fed McCaffrey he had the five catches plus 13 carries and Stewart had had 18 carries I like what they're doing with McCaffrey I like what they're though. trying to do I don't think it's there yet but they're setting it up and, and they're, they're moving him everywhere while getting it to him so teams are going to get into the habit okay wherever he lines up they're going to try and get it to him but then they're going to stop even on the touchdown that Stewart got Multiple defenders went to McCaffrey. Yep. And Stewart just ducked underneath on that little screen and just scooted in. It was a really well designed play. Yeah. They're a smart offense. I'll give them that. Um, defensively, Kukley. When he plays, they are a very, very good unit. He got through the game fine. He had a, had a good pick like he seems to all the time. Uh, so, Panthers, it's a bit hard to judge because San Francisco's offense was just really poor. Hoyer is just not an NFL starting quarterback. He, he so, may be a backup. Before you move on, I just want to come back while we're talking about Carolina. Mm-hmm. That touchdown that Shepard got, you shouldn't be able to just do a spin move and score a touchdown. It looked like a man. That was a terrible attempt at Why a Why would you angle to his boundary side shoulder? That was bad. Yeah. Like that never should have been a touchdown. And then who knows what happens on that drive. Yeah, 49, sorry. You're terrible. You just don't have enough talent. And Reuben Foster rolled his ankle, high ankle sprain, so that'll be six weeks. Um, and Hoyer just looked terrible. Well, Hoyer's Hoyer. I thought they... Yeah, he is. You know what? Hoyer looked like Hoyer. Yeah, it's exactly what he does. He does not win games. He might not lose your games, but he doesn't win them for you. And and then the fact that because of that, Carlos Hyde, only nine touches for Carlos Hyde. Sorry, he had six catches too, only nine carries for Carlos Hyde. That's not enough for me. It's just not enough. It's just not enough carries. They've got to get the ball to him more. But when you're down, you can't do it all the time. And this was just a really ho hum game where, you know, it looked like. Do you know what it looked like? An extra preseason game where Carolina were always going to win, but it, the, they just had to determine how much by. Yeah. Nothing stopped Carolina but Carolina. Yeah, and I'm I'm feeling good. I've got them sort of middle of the pack. 
I think Carolina South, will be. And okay. I think that's where they're going to be. If Cam Newton plays like that against a good defense, it won't be just one pick. It'll be several, and there'll be re- there'll be lot, a lot less points. Okay, late game Sunday night. The New York Giants travelled down to Jerry World, and they went down to the tune of three to nineteen. This game, from an outside person, was far from entertaining. It was pretty boring. It was pretty ploddy along. The Giants looked pedestrian without Odell Beckham. And their offensive line, again... Is garbage. And I I want to... Evan Ingram. Let's block... Okay, we can't block people. We can't run the ball. We've made that... That's our biggest issue. Our offensive line is our biggest issue because we can't do these things. So let's go draft in the first round. Instead of getting a tackle, let's draft a tight end that can't block. And can't really catch either. He's not really a tight end. He's a like, he's a receiver. He's I a tall, you know gangly what? receiver. I don't even think he's that. Uh, I thought he looked He's lost terrible. in the middle. Like, yeah, he, I can't, don't he even, can't run seams. I don't think he can get him out. I don't even think you could use him out of the backfield. Like, I think he's... No, God, no. He can't block. No. He cannot block. He, he, about three or four times they tried to get... And the Dallas Cowboys defensive line is not a great unit. It's not even good. And they're missing Irving, who's yeah, probably the their best guy. Missing. I thought Demarcus Lawrence played outstanding, and hopefully that's a sign of things to come. But he was going against gutter trash. Their offensive line needs a complete overhaul. Maybe keep the center, Richburg. But other than that, get rid of the rest of them. They are terrible. They had... How many yards rushing? They had like 35 yards rushing. You don't um, win games doing that. Thirty, I think it's 37 yards rushing they had. You don't win games like that. Then on the other side, the Cowboys did exactly what they had to do. They... Prescott was... I think Prescott actually missed... He missed Des Bryant for two touchdowns in the end zone. I actually didn't think he played that well. He missed throws that he doesn't usually miss, and he looked rusty, but it didn't matter because Elliott was able to just keep churning first downs. How many, how many times last year do you think they asked Prescott to throw up 40 times? Three? Yeah, three or four. Five, maybe, max. It was interesting. They asked him to throw up that much in a game that it kind of felt like they were going to win all night. Did you... I think I sent you a message about three quarter going. The Cowboys' offense looks incredibly efficient. Yeah, until they got to the red zone. Yeah, and, were, and the red zone. It wasn't the Giants making great defensive plays to stop them. Like Zeke, uh, sorry, Dak missed Bryant twice in two times in a row. He missed him on touchdowns. Uh, I thought the throw to, D- to Jason Witten was really good play. That play, you know, everyone's saying, oh, you know, Janoris Jenkins destroyed Des Bryant. Des Bryant had the two big catches on him, plus he had the 40-yard um, PI call, which led to the Jason Witten touchdown the next play. So I would have called it even. I thought Janoris Jenkins had some really good plays on him, but I thought Des did some really good things on him too. Um, and then because they were so focused on him, Witten was able to run right, as always. T- um, Terrence Williams was able to run right. I thought Butler had an outstanding catch. Cole Beasley did what he had to do. He had a pretty good catch. Oh, my God, that catch was incredible. The face of his Odell watches the uh, the replay just goes... Hmm, he good. Not only did he press it on his back plate, but he, he gri- but he gripped it as yeah, well. one hand. So he gripped it so it could be he could take possession of it. I thought it was really good. The one guy I want to talk about, um, not really much else to talk about from the Giants. Their defense will be fine. Uh, they've got to work out that offensive line and they've got to get Odell back because without well, him, Their D can't be out there that much. I think the first quarter as they were um, going to the TV break, they said the Cowboys had run 26 offensive plays. The Giants had run six. Well, 392 net yards to 233. Yeah, that's going to be a little misleading. I think plays is more important. When you're that tired from the start of the game, that's the first quarter. You're behind the eight ball from the first quarter. Yeah, it, it because was they, not... Because as you said, they couldn't move the ball. Here we go. Perkins. Time of possession. The Cowboys had 10 minutes more in time of possession. Yeah, that's, there you go. That's almost a whole quarter more. That's a lot. A lot. So, also... But that's also what the Cowboys do. You guys need another back because Elliot would be done in two years if you keep handing it to him like this. They don't care. I, I know they probably don't, but if you don't get a Super Bowl in that time, I bet you'll care then. Yeah. Look, I think they actually made go McFadden... Go get Shady. In, they made McFadden inactive for this game. Which I was really surprised because Alfred Morris... Was he nicked up or did they just say, you're inactive? I think there might... No, he was inactive. But I think there might be something a bit more going on. They like Morris as their second runner. If if McFadden... If Ezekiel was to get hurt or suspended, um, McFadden McFadden would replace. Uh, The only other guy I want to touch on, Jalen Smith. 
well done getting through the game. This guy got injured two years ago in college. Sorry. Yeah, in the bowl game. Not Yeah, the bowl game from three, the last game of the thir- three seasons ago in college. He sat out the entire college year, was drafted in the second round. They took a flyer on him. People said he'd never play again. So, really, I just love when guys do that. I think it's outstanding. Two Monday night games. I went to work today, so I've barely seen any of this except for some really quick highlights. First, the New Orleans Saints 19 went up to Minnesota. God, that stadium looks good. Very good. Actually makes me want to go to Minnesota now. Uh, 29... Minnesota looked pretty convincing. Pass pro was outstanding by Minnesota's new offensive line. Five new starters. Sam Bradford took complete advantage of that. He looked like Peyton Manning. He looked outstanding. Um, Adam Thielen just keeps showing that he's a really good player. He's not just a flash-in-the-pan guy. Nine receptions, 157 yards. Stefan Diggs had the seven for 93, two touchdowns, five first downs. Five of his seven catches were either first downs or touchdowns. That's, a, that's an efficient receiver. Um, they ran the ball well. Delvin Cook, 22 for 127 yards. Welcome to the league, rookie. Um, Minnesota's defense looked pretty much what I thought it would, but the, the Saints are the Saints. They're just not that good a team. They have a very young defense that they're trying to blood. As usual, Peyton takes no interest in the defense. But What did you think of Kamara getting the most carries? Well, they spread it. They had 7-6-6 six, and six between Kamara, Peterson, and Ingram. In, uh, Peterson ran for nine yards on his first carry, then he was taken off the field. It's as if they had certain packages for certain guys. Peterson was not impressed. If you haven't seen the stare down, he yells at um, Sean Payton and then stares at him, and Sean Payton says something back. I don't know what, but it didn't look friendly. Peterson wasn't happy. Peterson's a running back you have to give a lot of carries to because He's a he gets better guy. as the game goes. Unfortunately, they weren't in a position to keep up because they scored a touchdown late. And other than that, so they scored a touchdown at the start of the fourth quarter. The game was pretty much over. Sorry, at the, the very last touchdown was the touchdown that kind of made it close. It wasn't close until then. So don't let this score mislead you that it was only 10 points. It was more like 17 until the last couple of minutes of the game. When did he score with, with sorry, 204 left in the game. Like yeah. They were never going to win it. So I think that's why Kamara was in for a lot more because he is their receiving guy. He had the four catches too. Drew Brees looked Drew Brees, but I'm going to be really, really interested to see what happens in the next few weeks. One, with Sam Bradford and whether the defenses they play will be better and that O-line will struggle more and Cook will struggle more. And two, what happens with Peterson? They've got New England next week. At least they got them at home. They won't win that. But then they're at Carolina at Miami. They're in trouble. They're in real trouble. I don't think they're going to do very well this year in New Orleans Saints. The last game of the weekend, the LA Chargers went to the Denver Broncos in a game that the Broncos looked they had in complete control. All of a sudden, looked like it should have gone overtime, but then he got frozen, and then it got blocked. Just We both agree the frozen, frozen kicker rule should Hate be banned. It. Hate it. it just, does it just shit you? It's just I stupid. I think it's the worst rule. And people go, oh, but then he bloke up blocked after. Nothing to do with the timeout. You just basically go around the play. There's no statistic that shows that icing the kicker is benefit of the team. No. It, there's no statistic. If you can find it, feel free to throw it in my face, but there's not. Um, I thought Trevor Simeon, you're going to hear this a lot from me, he looked like a seventh-round pick out of Northwestern. He did okay. Uh, I was really disappointed with the fact that until the last quarter, the Chargers' defense weren't really able to get anything done against you know, a fairly average um, Denver offensive line. I was a bit, I was very disappointed in that. Bosa got going at the end in the last quarter. They ended up all with one got and going half sacks, at the end. Melbourne it's like they didn't turn up. Well, this is very charges of them. Um, last it, year, they blew leads. Now, it was a very late kickoff as well. People have to remember. In Denver too, which is tough. Yeah, these games, even when the, even when the late night game is on the West Coast... All the times are set up for the East Coast. Yeah. Because that's where the majority of the population is. So normally a game will kick off at 8.30 at night. No matter where it is. That's Sunday night or Monday night. 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Which is 5.30 Eastern. on. The, uh, sorry, it's 5.30 Pacific. Yeah. If this game had kicked off there. Now this was mountain time. I know it's back one. But the fact it was multiple hours later to allow for those two Monday night games is that those teams would rarely kick off that late yeah. on the West Coast. It can throw people off. It certainly can. 
But the other thing Still. is Philip Rivers, it's so hard to assess his game because he was terrible for the first three quarters. And in the last quarter, it's like... They, like they, could miss. It's like they, they got a turnover and bang, he's Philip Rivers. It's just... Oh, they drive me nuts. Yeah, Keenan Allen the same. He looked terrible until the last quarter. Benjamin, all these guys, they looked... Yeah, and then all of a sudden, um, I do want to say, Adam Gotsis... He was at Five tackles, played a lot, and looked really good. He didn't get any sacks, but his pressure was he had there. had a huge tackle for loss on a run. He just sliced straight through, cleans yeah. up the back. It was... Early in the game, because I was still at Sporting Globe having lunch. And Ooh. it was it was such a good play. Completely solo. No no teammate was anywhere near it. He sliced through there like it was a no- hot knife through butter. Let's hope there's a sign of things to come. I think he's, he's, got, I think he's got that. He, I don't, don't know if he's the starter, but the way they rotate, he's he's got his role, and it's a very big role in that defense. He looks and much He was thicker. out there with Derek. He looks big and strong. Much thicker. Well, you say you put... 20 pounds of, of muscle on, which is about 10 kilos. So, even if it was 20 pounds of fat, yeah. at that level, it's going to improve. Yeah, you. he looked at, uh, yeah. So, a friend of the show has been on before, a guy who's kicked all our asses before. So, it's great to see an Australian getting a job. But did you see anything in Fox Sports about him? If Jared Hayden had a performance like that, they would have doubted him as, as Prime Minister of Australia. He would have been on the nine o'clock, uh, the six o'clock news. Exactly. About time these guys, the news, start to give. You know, all the players over there are fair go. This is a guy who was a good, really, really good, sorry, dominant college player, taken in the second round. First season, you know, was a rookie season, and now he's starting to find his straps, and I'm excited watching him. So keep going, Gotsis. Um, hopefully Denver can keep winning. CJ Anderson, after coming off injury, looked looked pretty good as a running back, but I think Simeon's going to hold this team back. As I've said, you're going to hear a lot of times, he looked like a seventh-round pick out of Northwestern. Yeah, and it's hard to argue with that. And when... You can yeah. say what you want about him. Oh, he made this pass. It looked good. Yeah, it's, it's easy to hit wide open receivers after running a play action. In the last quarter when they needed him to get first downs, he didn't win them this game. The defense did. Oh, 100%. Because they stopped the Chargers three times in the last six minutes. If this had gone to overtime, Chargers would have won. Because they I had agree. all the momentum. I agree. I agree. Oh, we didn't even... Yeah, oh, we did discuss the, the missed the kick. So he hit it, iced, which I just... I hate it. I don't even know why I hate it. It's not like it's against the rule or it's dirty or anything like that. I just hate it. Um, and then he got the next one blocked. So well, well, well done to block it, but do it the first time. Fair call. That brings us to the end of the round. What we want to quickly do is update the Eliminator Challenge. Thank <gasps> you to everybody who entered, even if your name is JA and you had to put your entry in for the very last game of the weekend. And I lost because of it. We lost a handful of players. J.A. is gone after taking the charges. So I'm going to put you in charge of the Vault account from now on. You've got to put their vote in. Uh, their, did we um, win? Yeah, we got through. Who'd you pick? I'm um, pretty sure I took the Steelers. I did. And I personally took the Steelers, so I'm alive too. We did lose Ooh. a few. J-Train64 took the Patriots. You're gone, <laughs> mate. Sorry, champ. Uh, we lost Nat. We lost Nat Star fifty seven. She also took the Patriots. Sorry, Nat, you're gone too. Churchy, this is the best one. Took the Texans. See you later, pal. Um, <laughs> and there are a couple who didn't put their entries in, so they're gone too. To let everyone know, some of the most popular ones were the Falcons uh, and the Steelers. Probably the most popular too. A couple of interesting ones. Uh, a few guys took um, the Panthers going cross country. Ballsy. Good job by the uh, Pinchy Squad, the Ball Man, and our man Chris Bryan also took Oh, Bryano. Uh, Ranger Russell took the Cowboys, and we had a different one. Whoever lets go, Buffalo took Buffalo, and they are through as well. <laughs> that must be Hoffy, surely. Probably. I hope it is. Um, if it's you, Hoffy, good work, mate. So how many are left? Uh, look, there's so many on this board, it's hard to count. Um but it is alive. We'll continue to do the updates until we can declare a winner. What happens if everyone gets kicked out before the season ends? It's whoever's last standing. Oh, okay. So it doesn't have to last the whole season. No, no, no. It could be over in weeks. You just never so know. then can you start it again? Yeah, you can. And now look, if you do want to join in, jump on ESPN, search for the Eliminator Challenge. You can jump on. It does keep rolling if you want to keep playing. If you want to get on now and be a part of it. Um, yeah, we'll obviously give mentions, things like that. But if you join now, you will be ineligible for the $200 prize from our good Should friends. Should have gone on early. JR's, JR's Arena. Arena. Uh, $200 gift card. Online or in store. Um, we, should we announce our other giveaway we'll be doing? We will. So, 
every fortnight, we're going to have, again, our great friends at JR's Arena giving away a, a $25 gift voucher. And this is very easy to win. Every For every Friday show, which me and my, my good new friend, George Chipness, you haven't caught that one. That's the, the preview show we do on a Friday night. It'll come out Friday night or Saturday mornings. Um, we're going to put up a post on a Friday morning basically saying, get in your questions and whichever we deem to be the best question on that day. Now, I'm not going to do it because I have a lot of people that I know that send in questions. So, I'm going to get George to do it because he doesn't really know anyone. So, I'm going to get him to evaluate the questions and pick the best. And every fortnight, the person who wins starting from this Friday gets a $25 gift voucher just for typing in a question on Facebook. So, get around it and uh, ask your questions coming up this Friday and join us this Friday. Have a listen either Friday night or Saturday morning to me and George as we preview all Monday's games uh, the game Thursday, Houston Bengals. Who you got? No, oh, I probably won't even watch it. I didn't, that's not my question, Richard. Where is it? I don't care. I do. Oh, where is it? Look at the board. Look at our. We got a schedule there. I'm trying to find it. It is. I think it's at Houston. No, it must be no, at Bengals. It's at Cincinnati. At Cincinnati, I'm going to take Houston anyway. Ah, oh, the boat. Poo poo platter. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks everyone. for listening to the NFL Podcast Brought to you by the Vault Studio You can subscribe to the podcast On iTunes and SoundCloud For more head to www.thevaultstudio.com.au And for the latest news Search for the Vault Studio On Facebook and Twitter Love you Jerry <laughs>